Yeah, a great show uh, in store for you today. I'm really excited about this. We have uh, Jeff Birmingham. He is a candidate for governor running on the Republican ticket. And, you know, something really caught my eye about uh, about him when he was running. The first time I found out um, that he was interested in running was um, I was attending a function in Weber County. I think it was the Weber County Republican Lincoln Day Luncheon or or something like that. And he was in the room and he was going to speak. And what really impressed me, and if you've been to any of these functions, and I've been to too many, but if you've been to any of these functions, the way the politician usually works is something like this. They know they're going to speak at 1.30, so they arrive like at 1.20, Right? They shake a few hands. They give a presidential nod to a few people they can't recognize but pretend to recognize. Then they speak at 1.30. And then, you know, the MC comes up and says, hey, we have to apologize, but politician so-and-so, you know, they've, they've got to get back to doing the work of the people. And then on their way out, they stop at the free buffet, and then they're, they're gone for the day. That's generally how a politician speaks at an event. And I get it. They're busy. But when you think about it, what are they busy doing? Like, it's our work. So if they're meeting with us and they're doing our work, you would think, you know, they could spare a few extra minutes. What really impressed me about Jeff was he got there early and he stayed the entire luncheon. So we listened to all the speeches. And then after he was done speaking, he stayed, shook more hands, talked to more people, and then he left. And that's what really, you know, uh, caught my uh, attention about him. Well, he's going to be on in about uh, 20 minutes with us, so stay tuned. He's running for governor. Lots of questions for him. Uh, He's outside of politics, which in my opinion is a big, big plus, especially considering we have uh, several career politicians running for governor. It's nice to see someone from outside that framework looking at it and saying, I can do better. We need to, we need to change this. So stay tuned. He will be uh, with us at, uh, in about 20 minutes. The other big news I want to talk about, John Bolton, you know, and the headlines are all over. He was fired by Donald Trump. Can you believe John Bolton? Can you believe Donald Trump? He fired another one. And, and I want to explain this to you because it's really important, right? The media, every time Donald Trump fires everybody, the media says, look at all this instability in the administration. Uh, he's got to fire another individual. I think we should look at that as a good thing, right? Yes, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, George Bush, they didn't fire people. But that's not to say that change wasn't happening in that administration. But usually career politicians, they don't fire people because they know what's going to happen. And what's going to happen is the New York Times is going to run a headline that says, you know, Barack Obama, George Bush, they fired somebody. And in order to avoid the bad press, these career politicians, instead of firing them, will simply reassign them. Right. Either within the same agency or they'll reassign them, you know, to the Forest Service. But that way you avoid the bad press. You don't have the New York Times or the Washington Post saying this is the 47th time that Donald Trump fired somebody. So I don't look at these headlines and say, wow, look at all this instability. I look at it and say, look at the accountability. 
right? If the president doesn't feel that you're performing or you're living up to the, uh, the standards that he set, yeah, you should be gone, just like in any private sector job. So don't let the media spin that as a bad thing. Don't let the media look at that and say, wow, there's a lot of instability in this administration. Now, I do get concerned, and, and I do get concerned if people are being fired or reassigned just because Trump disagrees with them. And the media always works that angle. There's never any proof, but they're always spinning it along those lines of, well, it's just because you know the president didn't get along with him or the president didn't want to accept, accept his advice. I don't believe that. I don't believe it because in the private sector, you don't succeed if that's how you operate, right? In the private sector, you have to surround yourself with really smart people. And what makes you successful as a leader is your ability to listen to those individuals and say, I see what you're saying. Let's tweak it. Or you know what? We're not going to run with that. But I don't know too many people in the private sector that get ahead simply by saying, I disagree with you. I'm going to, you know, you're going to be fired and I'm going to move on. The other thing I want to talk about is with John Bolton. I think this is cause if you're a libertarian, this is a good day for you, right? John Bolton is very interventionist. Uh, Bill Crystal was always a big interventionist as well, but he usually couched his interventions in a uh, a political, a geopolitical, a big-hearted kind of, well, we're the United States. We need to do this. John Bolton always came across as that angry old guy, you know, with the cane. I'm going to whack you with this because you're not doing what I want you to do. But when all is said and done and the dust settles, it'll be really interesting to see uh, the story there, because John Bolton, big advocate for Donald Trump, big believer in Donald Trump. So curious to see what eventually led. We know it led to his rise. Interesting to see what led to his uh, his fall. The other big story I want to talk about a little bit is Saudi Arabia. This is a story that didn't get a lot of press, but it's probably one of the most important stories uh, to come out of the Middle East in the last 90 days. This story just broke in Saudi Arabia. Its foreign minister announced that it wants to begin enriching uranium. Now, think about that, right? We have fought as a country decades against Iran enriching uranium. Now, the Iranians say what? Well, it's for peaceful purposes, right? We want to address our power needs as a country. We're a sovereign country. We should be able to do that. France does it. China does it. The United States does it. Anyone with nuclear power enriches their own uranium. Barack Obama said it's okay. And not only is it okay, we're going to send billions of dollars on a pallet to put our seal of approval on it. Now, at the time, wiser people were saying what? When Barack Obama was, you know, and I'm putting this in air quotes, making peace with Iran, when Iran wanted to enrich uranium in their own country, Barack Obama and the, the, the EU said, yeah, that's okay, and we're going to pay you to do it. While they were saying that, other smarter, more intelligent people were saying, you can't allow Iran to do this, because if you do... If you allow Iran to enrich their own uranium, other countries are going to begin 
asking for that same privilege, that same uh, opportunity. And you're going to kick off a nuclear arms race because there's no way the Sunnis are going to let the Shias, you know, develop enriched uranium, which can easily be converted into a military program. Barack Obama, Ben Rhodes, others, Hillary Clinton, we've got it under control. Don't worry. There's not going to be a nuclear arms race in the Middle East. Now we have Saudi Arabia coming out and saying we want to enrich uranium. Listen to this. Saudi Arabia, this is uh, Reuters, wants to have uranium production and enrichment for its planned nuclear power program that will begin with two atomic reactors. Saudi Arabia has said it wants to tap nuclear technology for peaceful purposes, but enrichment of uranium is a sensitive step in the nuclear fuel cycle because it can open up the possibility of military uses of the material. This is exactly what we said when Barack Obama cut the deal to allow Iran to enrich uranium. That if you, if you allow Iran to do it as an enemy of the United States, how are you going to tell Saudi Arabia they can't enrich uranium? And we were told, don't worry about it. We have it under control. There's not going to be a nuclear arms race in the Middle East. Now you have Saudi Arabia saying, we want to enrich uranium. The good news if there's, a, if there's a smiley face on all this, the good news is at least the Middle East isn't a place of instability or hostility. We'll be back with Jeff Birmingham right after this break. You're listening to K-Talk, 1640 AM. comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Colonial Flag Foundation proudly presents the 18th annual Healing Field Tribute, now through September 12th. Once again, the Sandy City Promenade has become a sea of red, white, and blue as over 3,000 U.S. flags fly in memory and honor of each victim of the 9-11 terrorist attacks, as well as each Utah fallen military or civil servant hero. Come join us for this inspiring event and support this year's cause. Remembering the One, a powerful program of Honor 365. Come enjoy an evening out. Walk among the flags. Share moments and memories with friends, family, and neighbors. The 18th Annual Utah Healing Field Display is a gift to the community, made possible through donations and the efforts of many dedicated volunteers, as well as sponsors like Mountain America, Honor 365, and the Colonial Flag Foundation. 
You know, I'm not a genius about money. I love my credit cards, and they love me. I was using them as a source of income, and then I got behind in my payments, and creditors were calling. I figured I had a problem, and I didn't know how to deal with it. I heard about Trinity, so I called and talked to a counselor. In half an hour, we worked out a plan. Now I've got one easy monthly payment, a lower interest rate, and I'm getting out of debt. If you're in an endless cycle of paying on credit card balances that never seem to go away, then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity will consolidate your accounts, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Call 1-800-990-6976. Weekday afternoons, rub shoulders with trusted voices of truth and insight. The American Mutsos Show with Eric Mutsos. The Read Hour with Lawrence W. Reed. Loving Liberty with Brian Hyde. The Liberty Effect with Ammon Bundy. And Stranger Than Fiction with Ralph DeLugas. Right here on the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Welcome back to the Joe Carey Show right here on KTALK 1640 AH, KYAH throughout Central Utah and coast to coast on the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Thank you for tuning into the show. You know, we have uh, our next guest is Jeff Burningham. He is a candidate for governor running on the Republican side. And Brian, he may already have my vote because I just read they just sent out a press release this morning. So if we're the first radio show that he's done since his press release, my vote comes cheaply. But um, I have to say, let me just say this about Jeff. And I, I started the show this way. The first time I, I saw him or, or was introduced to him was at the Weber County uh, Lincoln Day Luncheon. And what really impressed me was he was a speaker on the list of speakers. And these events can run several hours. And most politicians, they wait you know, a few minutes before they have to speak. Then they arrive, they speak, and then they're whisked away. Jeff stayed the entire time, and that really caught my attention. And I just watched him. He gave his speech, and then he stuck around. Uh, as people trickled out, then he uh, made his exit. Um, and it really was an attention grabber. It was one of those things where, you know, I don't think people realize people are watching you, uh, but I was, and it was impressive. So with that, Jeff uh, Burningham, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Joe. And that was such a nice compliment. I appreciate that. I love people. Honestly, I love the people of Utah, and I believe wholeheartedly in them. So it's never hard for me to shake hands and to rub shoulders with some of the finest people on earth. It's a pleasure and a privilege. Well, Jeff, I have to ask you this. You came out with your, your press announcement today that you're running for governor. My ego demands me to ask of you, are, are we the first radio show you've done? I'm not a politician, so I have to tell the truth, Joe. Uh, you're, you're not, but you're in the top ten. Oh, say. oh, well, um, now you're going to have busy, to... You're gonna have to busy morning. Yeah. I understand. I came you, off the Capitol steps uh, where I held a press conference about three hours ago, and I've been in back-to-back radio and media interviews 
since then. But, um, yeah, that's the truth. But I'm excited okay. to be with you today. Well, you were going to pick up an easy vote, but now you're going to have to work for it. <laughs> that's fine. Let I'm me... happy to work for votes. That is in my nature. That's in my blood. I am a hardworking entrepreneur. That, that's who I am. So there's no problem. You know, Jeff, uh, I, I didn't know you very well. I, I looked into you after I heard you speak at uh, up in Weber County, uh, where I'm from. And, uh, you know, doing my due diligence, getting ready for the interview, I, I love the fact that, you know, you come from humble roots. You know, I read about, you know, your startup company that you started at BYU and, you know, how you actually had to, you know, uh, basically have your wife support the family as you pursued this yeah. dream. The other yep. thing I want to comment before we talk about, you know, um, the, the policies and the positions, Jeff, I just want to say this um, because it struck me as unusual. You know, I, I wanted to find a picture of you that I could post on our social media getting ready to do the interview. And I have to say it was great to see that almost every picture that I came across uh, of you, you were with your wife, uh, Sally, you were with your kids, your grandkids. That was tremendous to see that um, uh, just that strong tie that you have to Utah, that you have to family. And typically when you come across a politician's page, you know, you see a lot of those stage poses or uh, poses with other politicians or presidents or other senators. It was really refreshing to come across your page and see that 95% of the photos were just you of you and your family. Yeah, my, I appreciate that, Joe. My priority is my family, like almost all Utahns. I mean, we love our children. We love our fam families. It's really a strong family that creates a strong community and city and obviously state. So my wife, Sally, and our four kids are my biggest support. I certainly couldn't do this without them. You know, they'll be my by my side throughout the entire race. I have some really funny stories of taking my kids all over Utah to every county and uh, we are Team Birmingham and we're going to go all in on this and go all out no doubt about it well let me ask you this you're an outsider you're looking at Utah politics we've had a, a good run I mean the the economy in Utah is doing well unemployment is low but you're looking at this as an outsider and something inside you says I can do better and, and I don't want a general platitude, but specifically, if you could, Jeff, what issue or issues did you look at that you said, we need to do better, and that motivated yeah. you to get involved in this race? Yeah, could I tell a quick story first and then get in? Like, please, please. In 2006, 40% of Apple's sales were the iPod. And this was the year before the release of the iPhone. The iPhone, you know, now 13 or 14 years later, is 10x the amount of sales than the iPod ever was at its peak. And, iPod, and the iPod, by the way, you know, now uh, only accounts for 1% of Apple's revenue. So my point in that story is to say politicians are enablers of the systems that made them entrepreneurs like Steve Jobs and all the great entrepreneurs here in the state of Utah are disruptors that create greater opportunities for all. So here's why I'm running and running right now. We have an exciting opportunity 
in front of us here in Utah. We are poised to step onto the world stage. But in order to do that, we need an innovative outsider. We need a job-creating entrepreneur to be our leader. So I understand how the economy works. And number one, Joe, we need to keep our economy revving. The companies that I've started here in Utah have created over 4,000 jobs right here in our state. And, and that needs to continue. We've been on a great 10-year run, a bull run, economy cycle. That's the natural, uh, that's the natural tendency of markets, of course, to cycle. We need a job-creating entrepreneur to be at the head of Utah as our economy cycles again. And I believe in the people of Utah and the entrepreneurs of Utah. So first off, government needs to get out of business. It was never intended to be in business. It needs to stop picking winners and losers. We need our entrepreneurs to continue to be free, to allow them to innovate and go. You want to hear a couple other ideas? Absolutely. Number two, we need to modernize our education system. I had, Sally and I, Sally was a second grade school teacher, by the way, when I started my first startup. Her starting salary was $20,000 a year. Um, we did live off that, and we thought we were rich. We lived frugally, and we felt rich, and it made it prudent for us to take, to take a risk on our first startup. We have four children in public schools here in Utah. Um, we need to make sure that they are being educated in a way where they can actually meet up with the jobs that exist and are coming. We are schooling our children in an industrial age education complex, but we're in the new economy, the information economy. We have the will, I believe, in Utah to modification. We can lead the country in that regard, but again, in my humble opinion, it's going to take an innovative outsider to challenge the status quo and to, to help get us there. Third thing and last thing, um, Utah's growing and growing quickly, and there are a number of quality of life issues facing us along the Wasatch Front where we need a bold vision, clean air, transportation, affordability. These are all issues that we're facing as Utahns. We need a clear and bold vision for the future in these regards. Rural Utah faces different issues about around quality of life. Their issues are around economic diversification and uh, public lands, the heavy hand of federal government. In my travels, I've been to every county. Hey, Jeff. Jeff, we're up against a hard break. If you hold on, we'll come back. We'll pick up with that because that's one of my questions. We're talking to Jeff <laughs> okay. Birmingham. He's running for governor of Utah. We'll be back right after this break. Thoughtful discussion. This is the Loving Liberty Radio Network. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. National Security Advisor John Bolton is out at the Capitol. South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham says the personal relationship between President Trump and the National Security Advisor is important. The view that there's some public discussions about Bolton being on the other side of meeting with the, the Taliban probably was a bridge too far. 
The president announced the ouster in a tweet. The president also noted that he disagreed strongly with many of Bolton's suggestions. North Carolina voters are heading to the polls in a special election seen as a bellwether for the 2020 elections. President Trump was in Fayetteville, North Carolina, drumming up support for Republican Dan Bishop, who says... The last thing he needs is for the 9th District to send him another Nancy Pelosi clone. Dan McCready, the Democrat, is trying to position himself as a moderate. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Is it possible that an ancient mystery lies behind today's news? The events of the world, world leaders, even Donald Trump, and the events of your life. Could this mystery even reveal the future events that are yet to come? Jonathan Kahn, the New York Times bestselling author of The Harbinger, The Paradigm, and The Book of Mysteries, now brings The Oracle. Prepare to be blown away. The Oracle by Jonathan Kahn. Available on Amazon and wherever fine books are sold. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Schools across one state are now required to have a moment of silence to mark the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Here's USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes. That's become the law across New York State as Governor Andrew Cuomo signed a bill on Monday requiring the brief moment of silence at the beginning of the school day. It also calls on schools across the Empire State to encourage dialogue in the classroom about the terrorist attacks that took place on September 11, 2001. The Bahamas are moving forward with rebuilding lives after the chain of islands was devastated by Hurricane Dorian last week. Government officials announced on Tuesday that they will find dis- place students in New Providence, new schools. Parents will be relieved to know that all children displaced by Hurricane Dorian, who are now in New Providence, will be placed in new schools by the Ministry of Education. Around 76,000 people were left homeless after the storm. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Welcome back. We are talking to Jeff Birmingham, who is running for governor of Utah on the Republican ticket. Jeff, you were talking about what motivated uh, you to get into this race after having a very successful career in uh, the private sector. Um, But you brought up an issue at the very end. You talk about this this notion of public lands and you're well aware. What is it? uh, A huge percentage. Is it 70 percent, 75 percent of Utah is public land? You know, two thirds. Yep. So uh, tell me, what? how do you uh, weave that needle? Because it's not a decision the state can make. You've got to get the feds on board. How do you do that? Yeah. Well, we have a great federal delegation in the state, obviously, that I've been talking to a lot this year. And um, we need a strong federal delegation, and we need a strong governor to stand up for rural Utah. Like I was saying before we ended, my sense is I've traveled to all 29 counties and talked to people in every county. I've held almost 200 political meetings this year already around the state. Rural Utah needs a fighter in their corner, and I intend to be that fighter. There's an exciting amount of opportunity all across the state. We need an innovative outsider to help us unlock that potential. 
Let me ask you this then. What, um, just switching gears a little bit, the Utah legislature, I, I think it was even on the Republican side, they brought up the, the, the bill to uh, a proposal to start taxing services in the state of Utah. Now, uh, as an attorney, you know, I think about that and I think, wait a second, someone's coming into my office. They're going through a very difficult time, right? I mean, that's why you usually seek out an attorney. And on top of everything they're going through, we're now going to say, hey, here's your tax bill on top of that. What's your position on, you know, and it surprised me because there are Republicans that are advocating this. And, you know, they talk about, well, the structure's changing and sales tax, not what it used to be. Well, well, maybe spending isn't what it used to be, right? I mean, maybe we should look at that end of the, the ledger. But tell me, you know, you're in business. You know what's important to balance the books. What's your position on this, you know, taxing services? Yeah, I'm against taxing services, just to be clear. Um, it's never a smart plan to tax business inputs. I just I don't like that idea. Here's what's interesting. As Utah's economy has been on a tear up and to the right, entrepreneurs have created tens of thousands of jobs for us here in Utah over the last decade. Government spending has been tracking with the economy, as if that needs to happen. My opinion, Joe, is that government spending doesn't have to be in lockstep with growth in the economy. So one of the first things that I would do as governor is I would step in and do a top-to-bottom audit of the state government and look for ways that we can eliminate and cut waste and spending. You're exactly right. We do not have a revenue problem in Utah. The entrepreneurs of this state, the business people of this state have made you know, have made sure of that. There is no revenue problem. What we may have, though, is a spending problem. And, you know, I will look into that. Of course, there's a sourcing issue that may come up down the line. But I think that there are 10 or 20 different and better ways to handle that than a tax on services. Let me ask you, as you look at the state, and, you know, it's I'm not from Utah originally, I'm uh, from uh, Pennsylvania, but I've lived in several different states. And I have to tell you, you know, whenever you bump into somebody from, you know, like the state of Texas, they can't wait to tell you how great Texas is, how, you know, big it is and how beautiful it is. But in my experience, when I bump into someone from Utah, a lot of times it's like, you know, they look at the ground, they shuffle their feet and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm from Utah. (laughs) I think Utah is the tip of the spear, not only economically, but culturally. It has so much uh, to offer. As I, Joe, you're you're exactly right. Sorry, keep going. I couldn't agree with you more. No, I was just going to ask you. But when I look at all the promise of Utah, and, and there's a ton of it out there, let me start with this question though. What do you think, as you've surveyed, as you've been to all the counties in the state, what is the biggest challenge facing Utah today? Well, can I speak to what you just spoke about? Because maybe that is the greatest challenge. Um, I totally agree with you. Here's where we're at, Joe, and I think you tweeted out or said, why would a tech person, a successful business person, run for governor? And it's a good question. This has not been an easy decision for Sally and I and our four children. It's been very difficult. But here's what I see, Joe. We, it is unique, Utah is uniquely positioned right now to seize the moment 
to step into our destiny and to step onto the world stage. That is the opportunity before us. And we don't need to be ashamed of anything in Utah. We can lead out on the economy. We can lead out on a number of factors. We need a governor with a big vision, an innovative outsider that will set a vision and use the bully pulpit in confidence and courage to help take us there. Utah is poised. Now is the moment. That's why, again, a 42-year-old guy with four children at home, I'm stepping into this race right now. Well, then let me let me pick up where you just left off, Jeff. Um, you are taking on uh, some big political uh, dynasties. Uh, Huntsman may throw his hat in the ring. Spencer Cox has a uh, formidable political machine in the state. And some may argue that a popsicle has a better chance of survival in Moab during the summer than you going up against these dynasties, these political machines. I love your optimism. I like what you're saying. Why do you think you're going to be able to jump in and uh, beat back uh, these other opponents? Yeah, it's, it's obviously up to the people of Utah. Up at the Capitol today, what I did was draw a contrast between those who've been part of the system and those who have not or are not, and I'm not. I'm a political outsider. The question for Utah voters will be, is a innovative, job-creating outsider like Jeff Birmingham best suited to lead our state forward or one of the handful of politicians that is likely to run in this race? It's our job to get our message out there over the next nine months until the primary to help people understand who I am, what the vision for the state is, and then it will be up to them to choose. I'm very optimistic. Look at the fundraising numbers. I have raised more money than the other three gubernatorial candidates that have either announced or are preparing to announce that have started raising money. I've outraised all three of them combined. That's not my money, and that's not because it's because of the message. This idea about bringing game-changing leadership to Utah is resonating with voters all around the state. I, I, I wasn't aware of those uh, fundraising numbers. Let me ask you this. When I, when I told people we're going to have Jeff on and, you know, what, what question would you ask him? And we've had several calls come in. Let me ask you this. Uh, the number one issue people wanted me to ask you about, and this is a reflection of, of my audience, where does Jeff stand on the issue of uh, guns? Where does he stand on the issue of the Second Amendment? Um, so let me pose that to you and give you a chance to, to help differentiate yourself from uh, your opponents and help people understand, you know, where do you stand on the Second Amendment? Yeah, I'm a believer in the Second Amendment. As a gun owner, I'm a supporter of the Second Amendment. I think we need to look at root causes of gun violence and solve problems creatively without violating constitutional rights. Jeff, we have about one minute left. Let me turn the time over to you. Uh, Take that minute, make your pitch to the audience. Let them understand a little bit more about you and and why they should uh, support you and your candidacy. Yeah, I appreciate that. Again, I'm a political outsider. Um, They can go to my website, jeffburningham.com, to see issue statements, to make donations, sign up to volunteer. 
We launched a video today that we would love people to share via social media or to at least watch themselves. Again, Utah is poised to step onto the world stage. But in order to do that, we need an innovative outsider, a job-creating entrepreneur that will bring game-changing leadership to the political office of governor here in Utah. I, I intend to go, continue this message across the state. I am all in, and I will go at, all out, and I'm looking forward to the challenge. Thanks for having me on the show today, Joe. Thanks, Jeff. And I just have to say, hey, I'm closer to voting for you after the interview than before. We'll continue to talk, and uh, best of luck. Thank you, Joe. That was Jeff Burningham you know, running for governor in the state of Utah, and uh, I think you can go to his website, jeffburningham.com. Check him out. Check his policies out. When we come back, uh, Colonial Flag Foundation will be joining us. We'll talk about the healing field right there in Sandy, Utah, right after this commercial break. Has your health care become a burden? Are you tired of worrying about being stuck for another year and concerned about what your options are? Liberty Health Share is the solution. Open enrollment is here, and this is your chance to free yourself from insurance. Take this opportunity and join Liberty Health Share. You will be in control, and you will have the freedom over your health care decisions. Liberty Health Share offers an open network, which means you choose your doctors and you choose your hospitals, not the government and not the insurance companies. Liberty HealthShare offers freedom from insurance, meaning there are no tax penalties. It's easy to change. Just call Liberty HealthShare today at 855-585-4237. That's 855-585-4237. Or visit their website at libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Let's think about customization presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual customizes your auto insurance so you only pay for what you need. So why aren't more things in life customizable? Why isn't a burger cheaper when you ask for no onions? I don't want them. So shouldn't you deduct the price of the onions, right? Otherwise, I'm paying for the onions, but I'm not receiving any onions. 
Go to LibertyMutual.com for a customized quote and you could save. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Equal housing insurer. Blue Star medicated ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Welcome back to the Joe Carey Show right here on K-Talk 1640 AM, the loving Liberty Radio Network and KYAH broadcasting throughout central Utah. Thank you for tuning into the show. I've got to say it was uh, actually uh, refreshing to talk to uh, Jeff Burningham. Most politicians, when you ask an open-ended question, they will just go on and on and on, right? Because this is their opportunity to push their message out. It was really refreshing because uh, with Jeff, you would ask a question, he would answer it. And then, okay, let's move on to the next question. Brian, you know what I'm talking about, right? And then and it was like, oh, okay, let's move on to the next question. It was nice to have that uh, dialogue rather than a monologue. Um, we're looking forward to having him back on. Uh, please visit his website, jeffburningham.com. Uh, learn more about him and his message. As many of you know, uh, I sit on the board of the uh, Colonial Flag Foundation. Every year they sponsor... Um, the healing field right there in Sandy, Utah. It is um, a field of uh, 3,000 plus flags, one flag for every individual who was lost on September 11th. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we honor those who were lost. We know that your day doesn't stop for diabetes. So when you've got places to go and people to see, count on Walgreens every day to get expert diabetes advice 24-7. Find all major brands of testing supplies like Walgreens True Metrics in-store and online. And download tools to help you stay on track, like our five-star mobile app with Pill Reminder. At Walgreens, we are your diabetes go-to. Stop by and talk to your pharmacist today. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Welcome back to the Joe Carey Show right here on K Talk 1640 AM and the Loving Liberty Radio Network, coast to coast, broadcasting uh, via app and radio stations around the country. Please tune in, tell your friends. You can follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and um, on lovingliberty.net. One of the uh, One of my uh, favorite events that takes place in the state of Utah um, every year and the entire state is uh, the healing field uh, that is set up and you can experience around uh, September. Um, I remember the first year I went, I was thinking, okay, there's I'm going to go to Sandy City. There's going to be. 
3,000, about 3,000 flags planted as a memorial to uh, the victims of uh, September 11th. And I remember on the drive down thinking, you know, that's going to be a pretty impressive uh, display, right? 3,000 plus flags. And it was. But I will tell you the experience of walking in that field. So I walked in it during the day and each flag has the name of one of the victims and uh, who sponsors that flag. I was so moved. I said, I have to come back and experience this at night. And so I actually did. I, I came back that night and walked it at night. And I believe it's open 24 hours a day when it's uh, uh, on display. But we have John Hardvixen. He is a vexillologist with the Colonial Flag Foundation. By way of full disclosure, I am a board member of the Colonial Flag Foundation. But John, thank you for taking the time. I know that you're busy getting ready for the healing field uh, to join us here on K-Talk today. Well, I'm excited to, to be here with you because, you know, every year as we get closer to the healing field, and we're now uh, 29 days out, uh, we get excited because, you know, just like you, we've experienced it, and we've experienced it every year. And I, I tell our different events around the country, I say, you know, you can see all of the videos, you can read all the things you want about it, but until you actually walk through the field, you don't know the impact that it has. And, John, what is, you know, let's start with you. Uh, as a vexillologist, what is your background? What, uh, what is that, and, and how do you apply that to your day-to-day -day activities with the healing field? Well, uh, I've been studying flags for, uh, believe it or not, over half a century. <laughs> I'm now in my uh, early, early young 70s, and uh, uh, I've just always had this uh, a uh, great attraction to studying about flags, and and I've been acknowledged as uh, as a vexillologist not only in this country, but uh, recently uh, I was acknowledged as a fellow of the Federation for the International Association of, or Federation of of uh, Vexillological Associations. So it happened down in Texas with people from all over the world. So I've I've uh, gained quite a reputation there and and that's what makes it exciting for me to work here at Colonial Flag Foundation is to be able to to use all of the experience I've had in uh, promoting this amazing event because there, there really is nothing else quite like it you uh, you just have to experience it firsthand to really understand it so the event the healing field itself takes place September 7th through the 12th at the right. South uh, Sandy City Hall, um, at one, mm -hmm. I guess it's uh, 10,000 South Centennial Parkway, but it's right there across from the Sandy Municipal Center. And, you know, yeah. John, tell us about that. I, is, once the uh, display is open, is it open 24 hours a day? Can people come at any time? It's, it's open for the full period. Um, We'll, we'll be starting on Saturday the, the 7th uh, uh, as far as the formal event is concerned. And we've got a great event there with... Uh, uh, with uh, Charlie Jenkins. Yeah, Charlie Jenkins. He, he's an amazing performer. You know, there are a lot of country western performers. And, uh, you know, I don't want to uh, downgrade any of them. 
But uh, Charlie is the real deal. He grew up in Roosevelt, Utah uh, as a cowboy, uh, worked uh, doing things and was involved in rodeos. And so, you know, it is in his blood. And uh, he, as a, as a, a performer, is just amazing. And he'll be performing Saturday the, the 7th uh, at 6 o'clock p.m. And people need to, to go online to the, the Healing Field uh, website and the webpage specifically for uh, uh, the Utah Healing Field. And there they can get free tickets to attend this concert. Man, that's a great opportunity. And, and that starts this wonderful event off with a, just a big kick. So, so, so let me back Saturday, you up, and can you answer the, the – is it open 24 hours once the field starts, or is it specific hours? No, it's open 24 hours a day. People can go by and see the flags, um, uh, as you did. It really does make a difference uh, to walk through during the day. Uh, and there, you, you, it's probably easier to read the, uh, the dedication tags on each one of the flags. But at night, to walk through the flags and to see them, uh, you know, it, it just is, is a, a, an experience like nothing else. And, you know, we, each one of those flags is, is dedicated. And uh, you can dedicate a flag and, again, do that online at the website to uh, an individual. And, you know, we feel that those who have honored the flag by the way they have lived, by their service and their sacrifice, that it is so uh, important and appropriate to honor them with the display of the flag. And and this year we're uh, together with Honor 365, another foundation that kind of dovetails in with us perfectly because they take the effort every day to honor another individual and then they're also involved in taking uh making efforts to help in the education employment health care and housing of our veterans yeah and the money raised from the event i think it's important to say you know goes to the great causes of you know, the Colonial Flag Foundation and Honor 365. But just to, to highlight what uh, John was saying, so September 7th uh, at 6 p.m. is the Charlie Jenkins concert. You want to go there. You'll need a ticket. Registration is free. Go Timely, credible, thoughtful discussion. This is the Loving Liberty Radio Network. At Walgreens, we know that your day doesn't stop for diabetes. So when you've got places to go and people to see, count on Walgreens every day to get expert diabetes advice 24-7. Find all major brands of testing supplies like Walgreens True Metrics in-store and online. And download tools to help you stay on track, like our five-star mobile app with Pill Reminder. At Walgreens, we are your diabetes go-to. Stop by and talk to your